Alright, hey, uh, this is another Fourth Stringers interview series. I'm here with Mariah Castro. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Um, she's an amateur MMA fighter coming up through the ranks, and I invited her here because, uh, what's your record now? 2-0. 2-0. What happened uh, to your last opponent? Didn't they pull out or something? She pulled out. It was like something about medical forms, blood work. You mm -hmm. know, they wanted her to like resubmit it, and it was just too close to the deadline. It was like two days out. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we were supposed to rebook mm -hmm. for December 14th, but something else came up, mm -hmm. so unfortunately I won't be fighting her. Maybe on, you know, the next local card I can fight her. So right now I'm looking for an opponent, but it's harder than it seems. I heard that's like a huge problem. I have a bunch of like MMA friends and it's like the curse of fight week is a real thing, right? Like Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Like you have to be worried about it getting canceled at any point or, you know, the person withdrawing for whatever reason, you know, I'm going to have to travel to fight. You know, one of my fights is in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I can't stay in New Jersey and expect to find opponents. Yeah. You know, it's going to come a time where either they have to fly me an opponent out mm -hmm. or fly me out, mm -hmm. you know, and which is kind of weak for an amateur fight, you know. But yeah, I, my friends have to go through the same thing. My friend had to go to Canada just to get a fight. Like A, a woman? Female? No, 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 a male. Wow. And that's even worse. Like, yeah, yeah like, well, yeah. what the hell? But I mean... It's part of the game, I feel like, and yeah, like, uh, how would you, like, how would you say being a woman is, like, what are some of the challenges you have, like, uh, in MMA being a woman, like, I'd say as far as finding an opponent, you think it's, like, stupid hard to find an it's opponent? It's stupid hard to find competition. Yeah? It definitely is. Um, in the amateur circuit, it's a lot harder than the pro. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, there's more opportunities for pros. People are more willing to travel if you're professional, because mm -hmm. um, uh, companies are willing to you know, comp your travel, comp your stay. Mm -hmm. Like with amateur, you know, you're not getting paid for it. You're yeah. getting money based off ticket sales. Yeah. So finding competition is probably the uh, hardest, especially since there aren't many women to begin with. So you might fight somebody that you train with often. You know what oh, I mean? Oh shit, it, yeah. That That's something that, you know, Even finding be, training right, partners finding is... Finding training partners is an extreme sport in itself. Mm -hmm. So never mind, you know, finding opponents, finding training partners, being worried about having to fight Mm -hmm. You know, a training partner, which, I mean, if it happens, it happens. We're all after yeah. the same thing. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's business. But, um, so the girl that, actually, I trained with the girl that I was supposed to be fighting. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I was totally cool with that. Um, you know, Does that nice help girl. you mentally? Like, do you, are you more prepared to go into the cage with her? Um, it is nice to know what you're expecting. Yeah. You know, for my first two fights, I didn't have any film. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't know what I was expecting in either fight. I just thought it would be you know uh the first fight i knew it was going to be some sort of brawl and uh, the second fight i had no idea what to expect she was a debuter um she came from a jujitsu school and stood in trade with me a lot oh, and i shit. thought she was gonna you know try to grind it out a little bit yeah. more but um i'm game for either one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i've seen your fights you have great head movement it looks it looks like you're having a lot of fun out there in oh, the cage yeah. if you're not having fun in the amateurs you're doing it wrong yeah you know when you go pro your amateur record almost doesn't matter. It doesn't. Like, it's like a clean slate, fun. yeah. This is where you make the mistakes and don't worry about your record mm -hmm. and things like that. So, you know. That, I think it's the same thing with, like, jiu-jitsu. Once you get your black belt, like, almost all, everything before black belt almost doesn't even matter. People don't even remember that shit anymore. Like, that's the point where you're, like, pro and, like, you, you got to make shit count. So, I mean, it's good. It's good to see that you're having fun. How long have you been training? Four years. Four, four years, years in total. Like, uh -huh. I started everything together. So I didn't, mm -hmm. like, just start jiu-jitsu or just start MMA. You know, I um, 
it's actually funny. I had the opportunity to commit to this like 10 years ago when I was like 14. I tried it out mm -hmm. and I just, I just wasn't mature enough to commit. You know, mm -hmm. I had friends and a social life and now that I don't have that, um, yeah. <laughs> I can commit. So, um, you know, everything just kind of started to come through together. I knew mm -hmm. that I wanted to fight. So that's kind of, kind of how it happened. And how'd you like make the jump to start stepping into the cage? It took a long time. It took like it didn't. It doesn't seem that long. It's only four fucking years. But like. people keep in mind, people train for like three to six months and jump in an amateur fight. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? I've because seen that. Like the level of competition is not. It's not high level uh -huh. competition. So and you have nothing really to lose. You're in shin guards. Mm -hmm. You know. So um, I I basically started from nothing. Like when I first started learning how to punch, I was punching from my knees because I had no footwork. I didn't know how to. Whoa. Yeah. Like my coach would literally be on his knees holding pads, like just because he used to be like, "Stop moving, stop moving." Like if I was oh, on my feet. Oh shit! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I started from nothing. That's you know? crazy. So it took it took a long time to to get into that space. I always wanted to do it. I was just waiting on his green light, like. It wasn't like okay, I was now just you're gonna, ready. Yeah, so, yeah, he yeah. had to tell me like, okay, now you're ready. I'm starting to look for fights for you. Uh huh. You know, it was like a really long building process, but um, I'm really happy with how it came out. Yeah, it know? seems like your coach is taking really good care of you. Like, oh, yeah. you know, he's not just throwing you to the wolves. Yeah. To be honest, he's like a, like a father figure to me. Yeah. In that sense. I think those kinds of coaches are like the best because they have your best interest in mind. They're not just like. It's not like a fight factory where they're yes. just cranking out a bunch of different fighters. Like, he's taking the time. I always see you working with him. Yes. So, like, yeah. He's, he's the man. Like, you know, um, he texts me and I show up. I'm there, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. He never has to worry about where I'm at. Um, you know, he's always willing to give me the one-on-one -on -one time, which is another reason perhaps I didn't commit to uh, the whole MMA or jiu-jitsu thing prior because the other schools that I had been to, we're very, you know, like business oriented. It wasn't mm -hmm. like they didn't really care how good you were going to, you mm -hmm. know, do or if you were really picking up on things. It mm -hmm. was just, you know, a program. Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, you want to go fight? Go fight then." Like they're yeah. not they're not really taking they care of you. weren't worried about the quality. They just wanted a business and you know, and that didn't resonate with me, but um somebody from, you know, one of my old jobs just kind of told me like, "Why don't you step into Carnicella?" And I'm like, Oh, cool. And literally the first day, I got the shit beat out of me, but uh, it was totally worth it. I was sold. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, it seems like that's common for people. Like, I got the shit kicked out of me by, like, a 14-year-old when I first started jiu-jitsu. I was getting choked with my own collar, like, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I can deadlift this much. Like, why is this little kid fucking me up right now? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it, uh, and I feel like. Unless you have that mentality, like, oh, I want to get better, like, oh, I want to learn how they're doing this, you're not going to survive. Like, you're not going to prosper in that situation. No, like, definitely not. But, um, so, now that you're 2-0 and and you're looking for a new opponent, like, uh, are you thinking, like, because you said you have to travel, are you thinking about, like, the different commissions and stuff? I know that each state kind of has their own separate set of rules, right? Yes, so I would try to stick to, like, New Jersey's commission is not, not great, to be honest. Really? No. They Why? really, they just, they want a lot. Like, the, uh, the process, you know, like, the uh, medical forms, the different types of tests they want. Mm -hmm. and Those are expensive, too. Super expensive. It's like $200 for blood work, they right? They want everything. Yeah, They yeah. just want everything. And, mm -hmm. like, Pennsylvania, not so much. They're like, just, like, go out there and bang. Like, for example, uh, New Jersey makes you take a blood pregnancy test. Like, you have to send it to a lab and mm -hmm. get it analyzed. Like, PA just literally has you pee on a stick. 
Oh shit, <laughs> and, that's and it's crazy. like a cheap one dollar. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they they don't they really just don't care. Oh. So like in that sense, you you kind of want to be with the easygoing commission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I know New York is kind of like uh, it's kind of tough. Yeah, New York is strict. They just allowed. Yeah. They just started allowing it. That's why smokers were so popular. Because, like, they didn't want to, like, have to go through all that bullshit. Nobody does. Like, every every 45 days, every 60 days, you have to do these things, mm-hmm. you know? That's another reason why I wanted to, you know, stay active. Um, my medical forms would have been good, you know, from, For the, from fi- oh. the last fight that I had. If I would have taken, would have been able to take the fight on October 19th, my medical forms would have still been good. I could have gotten another use out of them. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason to stay active. It's like you don't want to keep having to do the blood work, keep having to, you know. So are you, like, do you have sponsors to mitigate those costs or? Well, no, I don't have any sponsors for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in some cases, the promotion will pay for your oh, physical. Oh, okay, okay. Which they did. Um, mm-hmm. Even though the fight fell through, which, you know, it kind of sucks because, the, you know, the promotion paid for the physical and mm-hmm. all of the blood work and things mm-hmm. like that because they really wanted me to fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it fell through. So I feel bad that everything that transpired, yeah, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're out money. Who was the promotion that uh, you were going to fight for? Dead Serious. Oh, Dead Serious is popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, have a, they, they put on a lot of fights. That's the guys with the pit bull on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Them and Gameness have like the same uh, like brand, so I would always confuse the two. But like they're they're pretty notable in the scene yeah, like that. Right. Um, have you been able to train with like any uh, like UFC fighters or anything? Like any pro fighters? Like who who are your main training partners as far as women? So not that I do regularly train with her, mm-hmm. but uh, for partial part of two of her camps, I trained with Ariane Lipsky. She's a, a UFC flyweight. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So after my, it's really funny, after my first fight, literally two days after my first fight, I, like, I have two black eyes, like, I'm sore as shit. Mm-hmm. She flies in, you know, from Vegas. She was at the PI, and uh, all of a sudden, like, I'm her training partner for, like, the next six weeks. Oh, shit. And, yeah, it was just, like, immediate. Like, I didn't have, my face was not healing. Mm-hmm. I was, I got no time off. Come, come to the second fight. Two days later, she comes, she flies in. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah, so this kind of happens again where I'm her training partner for a little while. And uh, she's fighting November 16th in Sao Paulo, mm-hmm. uh, obviously for the UFC. So she's finishing out her camp in Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took a lot from training with her. You know, obviously I'm a lot smaller. You know, she's a, a flyweight, but... Um, what are the, like, what What weight do you uh, fight at and what weight... What is that, like, in pounds? Uh, I'm a 115-pound fighter. Mm-hmm. What I walk around at is about 125. Mm-hmm. What she walks around at is a little heavier. She fights at 125, but you oh, know, she's, like, 5'8". Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, she's, and she's strong as shit. Like, like that, yeah. Yeah, so I took a lot from that, you know, a lot of experience. Especially because she's a pro fighter, too. That must be a different caliber of, like, uh, training you get with her. Like It is, and it's confidence building because, you know, I now now it's reassuring, like, what level of competition am I going to see in the cage versus what I'm seeing in training, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do a lot of sparring with... Um, at Pure MMA sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know where Pure MMA is. Where's that? It's in Rockaway. It's in Jersey. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I get some good work with the girls there. Uh-huh. Luckily, uh, none of them are in my weight class, so I wouldn't have to worry about... Like fighting them or fighting anything? Fighting them, you know. But you're like the tiniest weight class, right? No, below, below that is 105. Oh, really? Which, like, 
if I ever had to make that, I'd have to get a, a proper nutritionist, I think. Mm -hmm. like right now, meat. it's kind of easy. Like, yeah, 10 now, pounds isn't that. No. Now I can yeah. get on a meal plan and just, you know, mm -hmm. I, I do have a sponsored meal plan. Um, Silk oh, that's City great. Kitchen takes care of me. Silk so, City Kitchen? Silk City Kitchen. Shout out to Silk City Kitchen. Shout out. Yeah. Um, How's, how much does that help you? Like, because I've never had a meal plan sponsor like i've just been eating i just eat a little less like shit like you know like i'll still eat like shit but like i'll eat a little bit less like instead of eating halal food at three in the morning <laughs> i'll be like oh maybe i should just not do that you know but like how much does that has that helped you well it helps a lot because um i won't have to worry about what's going into my food mm -hmm. like if i cook it myself i'm gonna think that i need salt when i don't need salt mm -hmm. or you know i'm not gonna be able to um, portion, you know, handle portion control and things like that. And that's energy too. Like I'm saying, like I don't have the patience to cook because cooking is a whole process. It's like I got to get the shit, and then I got to cook it, and then I got to clean everything, and then like it just even like all that is energy like yes. wasted, like time consuming as can be. Yeah, it really is. But um, they make it pretty easy. Like you know, give yeah. me they give me uh, meals five days of the week. You know? Wow. Is that outside of camp too? Like all the time they're, they're hooking you up? Or is it just when you know you have a fight coming up, you're like, yo, for the next three weeks, you need to hook your girl up? Well, they would give me the program all, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a foodie. So I only I only do meal uh, plans during camp. Oh, because you like to eat. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. You know, they would give me, uh -huh. you know, they have offered to give me a, you know, extended program and things like that. But, um, I just like to eat so when I'm not in camp which is kind of rare like these fights were back to back so I feel like I've been in camp since March mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I've just been training 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 yeah. you know because at any moment I could get offered a fight I mean cause I have to take advantage of opportunities like short notice fights more short than anything notice. yeah because you're a woman it's hard to like get those fights it's almost like you got to be an opportunist at that point, right? I have to stay ready. That's that's basically what it is. I mm -hmm. have to just stay ready, you know. What if somebody's fight falls through and I can be a backup? Yeah, yeah. You just never know what circumstances is going to be happening. So I try to stay ready. But, you know, when it comes to the food, I just I just uptake my training so that I don't get too fat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel you. That's I feel like a, what a lot of people do and stuff. Did you Do you have to do any, like, serious... Um, like weight cuts i'd say like like you know like the like you know how some fighters will do like the whole epsom salt bath and then the towel trick and all that shit like when i didn't know what i was doing yeah i totally like botched i made you know weight before like for jujitsu like i made 118 for jujitsu matches and um i totally like almost passed out uh, I did the Epson thing, I did the sauna thing, mm -hmm. like I was just doing things totally wrong and that was actually before I got Silk City, mm. you know, so that's why I'm like really thankful that I have that now because I didn't know what I was doing, so yeah. now they make it so much easier, I just go keto, like to me, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't like keto, but um, yeah, keto flu, keto breath, like keto, keto has so many drawbacks I, I've heard about, but yeah, I just burn. It works more for fat. you. Yeah, I just burn more fat that way. Yeah, you know, with the low carb intake, like the carbs and the sugar are my problem. Yeah, that's what makes like you know everybody knows women retain water naturally. Mm -hmm. So when you're having carbs and you're having sugar, it makes you retain water more. Yeah, and I just find that when I go on the fat and protein heavy on that mm -hmm. that i lose the weight and that i'm just i have more energy really you know, i just yeah like, like i don't wake up groggy when i'm on my keto diet uh -huh. the only thing that sucks is the transition 
from oh, eating like okay, shit to yeah. getting into ketosis. That transition is the flu. Like you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're just exhausted and you have no cardio. <laughs> so this sounds like uh, some common pitfalls of like an amateur MMA fighter, even an amateur jiu-jitsu fighter. Like what are some other common pitfalls you've said? Like what are some, what are like the biggest problems that you had to overcome as in like as a beginning fighter that now like you don't have to go through anymore like apart from just nutrition and like uh the weight cut like is there anything else like a real big problem that you used to have that now you don't like whether it be like nervousness or stuff like that like i wouldn't say it's nervousness it was um a lack of confidence and um i used to just not maybe not let my hands go or not have the confidence mm -hmm. you know to uh to just go out there and um like even in sparring, you know what I mean? I just would pull my punches a lot, like second guess myself, maybe be too worried about being countered. I used yeah, to wait hurt. too much, yeah. you know, wait too long and miss yeah. my opportunity. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, that I really, really took, it took a long time to work on. And I think that that was the reason, or one of the reasons why I didn't fight sooner when everybody else was like, why aren't you fighting it? Why aren't you fighting it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I just really wasn't trying to rush the process. like. Um, as a person, like, this isn't a bucket list thing for me, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm really not trying to rush the process. I'm 24 and I have a lot of time. Yeah. And I'm really just trying to do it right now and save myself the trouble later. Yeah. And like, you don't so, want to be punch drunk. You don't want to, like, no, start talking like no. Diaz. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I love him because I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be punch drunk, you're right. I don't want to go into the pro circuit with amateur habits mm -hmm. with things that are going to get me knocked out in the pro circuit that i yeah. got away with in the amateur circuit yeah yeah so um you know the confidence thing was like serious i had to do a lot of sparring i had to just you know let my hands go and stop second guessing myself if i miss i miss follow up with it you know yeah don't just be worried about like oh shit i missed my punch follow up with something else you know so is this what you're planning on doing as a career yeah this um, is it like honestly eventually I would like to get into commentary. Uh -huh. I went to school. Um, I went to Seton Hall. You know, I graduated in May uh, for visual sound media. So I would really like to do um, fight, be a fight analyst or a commentator someday. Whether it be after I'm done fighting or during. Yeah. You know, plenty of people do it either way. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's no women doing that, and I just want to revolutionize that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a like. Uh I would say like uh what is that like a void there that you could definitely fill like yeah i've seen that too i i don't really see many women commentators and if there are i remember there was a whole big um like a controversy not really a controversy but people were shitting on misha tate she was commentating <laughs> yeah. like quintet or whatever and they're just like what the fuck are you saying like what are you even talking about they're like mad at her like it would be good to see like uh a woman commentator who knows what she's talking about like, yeah you, know, you do like, have a couple of them but um i just feel like i want to make a splash in the fight world first mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm not in a rush to do that like i i definitely want to have the uh the accolades yeah. you know that's the cri there's a criteria to me that i feel like i need to meet mm -hmm. in order for people to respect what i'm saying yeah of course um and that's that's the like we're in the same boat there because that's what I saw. Like in podcasts and stuff, I was, I would try to listen to these other fucking podcasts, man. And I'd be like, who the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, what are you even talking about? Like, have you ever competed? Like, it's just like, 
I, I just I couldn't respect what they were saying because I, I yeah. couldn't respect their accolades or like anything that they've done like who are you to talk about this you know like I understand this is your hobby and stuff like that but like I feel like yeah you have to come from a place where like you've done that you've been there in order to commentate on that like and that's why I'm in the same boat as you like I'm trying to do my jujitsu maybe do some MMA like maybe step into the cage a couple times like I'm definitely training do it yeah I mean like do it if my nose wasn't over here like (laughs) two months ago then yeah I probably would have been on track to do that but like uh, I'm just healing up right now but other than that I'm taking my jujitsu fights and stuff but like yeah I I really feel you on that like who's gonna respect you if you're not putting yourself out there and like um not gonna lie that's one thing that I have against Joe Rogan I love Joe Rogan I do but sometimes I feel like he oversteps a boundary and it's like he's never fought that's a great point well I mean he did some tournaments for Taekwondo but it's almost like like you were saying before like is they're like slap kicks sometimes yeah. I don't know if he's ever taken any kickboxing fights. Has he? He has? Did he? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he did take some kickboxing fights when, uh, when he was younger. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but like, I guess competing at like the highest levels. Yeah. He hasn't done it, but like... Or MMA in general. Yeah, MMA. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, what? do you have like a specific time he's overstepped his boundaries and you're like, what the fuck are you saying, Joe? Um, it's not... It's not necessarily a specific time, but he does have, like, moments where he, like, um, he plays coach, like, tells, you know, says what a fighter should do or Mm -hmm. something like that. And it's, like, as a, you know, when somebody's coaching you and telling you to to do something, like, oh, like, you got to get up here. Like, no shit, I got to get up. I'm on my back and I got to get up. But that's, you know what I mean? It's just, like, first of all, who are you to say that? And you're not saying, like, oh, you know. This is how you should this get up. This is how you should get yeah. up. That, oh, that's okay. the worst kind of person. Oh, okay. That's okay. like, oh, okay. he's got to get up here. He's got to yeah. do something. Like, well, yeah, Captain Obvious. Yeah, it's the same thing I've seen. Like, uh, <laughs> we we actually both worked uh, Naga, and you see that all the time in Naga. You see coaches just yelling out, like, stand up. Like, get up. And, <laughs> Great advice. Yeah. Oh, what's up? What time is it in? It's three? All right, can, can I get, like, five minutes and then... Okay. All right. Are we in trouble? No, no, we're not in trouble. We're just gonna probably take this interview outside or some shit. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel you. I, you see that all the time, like all the time, like not giving technical advice or technical analysis and just kind of gooning it. And I think nowadays modern jujitsu, modern MMA, we're stepping away from that where people are starting to realize that like you you're starting to realize that like it's like people are getting more woke and yeah, they're woke. yeah they're like it's true like we need more technical analysis we need to elevate the sport in that sense because if not we're just going to be in the cave man ages like the yeah. dark times for the rest yeah. of our lives like it's good that you're realizing that there's people all around the world realizing that and i mean hopefully you get to that commentating spot so that you could change the sport like we all have to do our part to elevate the sport so that's cool yeah, that you that's definitely that. part of the plan you know we're just getting to a, a point where the sport is respected and not seen as like barbaric yeah i mean we just know. got on espn so that's what i'm saying like yeah. things are really opening up like mma is really taking over right now mm-hmm. um so that's you know that's what i want to do i want to be a part of that revolution yeah and both you know um 
behind the scenes and in the cage. Yeah. You know, I just want to bring different elements that I that I don't see that maybe are lacking in women's MMA. You know, of course. I'm a hardcore fan and I really keep an eye on everybody and I just feel like I want to elevate the level of competition like the, the between the men and the women. It's so there's such a differential between the Yeah, you I'd know? say I'd say like no offense, but it's kind of like they're uh, they're a little behind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Absolutely. it's it's no, not right. like yeah, like there there's a there's a real difference in um it's like a couple years behind. Yeah. And it, but they're catching up quickly. Like yeah. there's no right. like especially like fighters like you who are realizing it. Like you have to realize what the problem is before you can fix the problem. So, I mean, yeah. The, that's that's all it takes though. So, I mean, we got to head out like now. So, we're going to probably take this we're going to change backgrounds real change quick. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Okay, and we're back. Now we're in Starbucks. Uh, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Starbucks. So, <laughs> um, well, we left off. Uh, we were talking about women's MMA. Uh, I was gonna ask who your who's your favorite fighter right now. Um, I mean, it's really hard to pick one, but if I if I had to pick my personal favorite, I would pick Rose Namajunas. Yeah. I know that she got slammed and knocked out. But, oh yeah. Uh, she was winning the the entire fight before that, you know, mm-hmm. picking Andrade apart. So you know, things happen. Um, I don't believe that uh, that made her any less of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, she beat Joanna twice, and Joanna is also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and she and she beat her in dominant fashion mm-hmm. twice. Like, picked I'm, her apart. Picked her apart twice. And um, if anybody thinks any less of Rose for for that, you know, getting knocked out by that slam, um, I feel sorry for you. I think <laughs> I think MMA fans are really finicky like that. Like. They'll ride the hype chain for a bit, and then as soon as, like, a fighter has, like, a bad, like, maybe, like, two fights, like, they're like, oh, those guys suck now. Like, it's not that they suck. It's just, like, the fight game is so unpredictable that it's, like, what the hell? Like, you get out there and try it. Like, it's just anything could happen. There's too many variables. But, I mean, I, I get it, man. Like, I really like Rose, too. I like that you just said, like, you get out there and do it. Because I was just, you know, when I was on the way over here and I was talking to uh, Thomas. Um, shout out Thomas, by the way. Camera guy today. <laughs> Camera guy. Um, you know, we were just talking about, like, nerves and stuff. We have this one friend who's, like, super, super good. But he is not great when he competes. He has, like, performance like anxiety. That, yeah. And the reason why I, I bring that up is because... Um, like for me, I never really had the performance anxiety because I have that attitude where like, I don't see you on this mat. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like for yeah. the people watching, I'm not performing for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm there to do my own thing. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you think you can do it better, well, come do it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that, that's, that's what keeps me from feeling like, you know, nervous about who's watching and yeah. what's going to happen and things like yeah. that. And you know? like their opinion almost exactly. doesn't even matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's just like invalid. If you're not in here, like I don't see you in this cage. I don't see you on the mat. I don't see, so it's just, yeah. you know what I mean? Some people let it get to them. And I think the mental part of fighting and competing and stuff is so neglected. Like that's why at the highest levels, a lot of people have sports psychologists to like mm-hmm. give them positive affirmations and fucking like get their heads in the right space like that's such a great market i feel like nowadays people are starting to respect that more and like that's starting to become a huge part of a fighter's camp like just mindset mentality is like super important um 
for my first fight, like I faced like a lot of adversity, like in my personal life. Uh, it was around the time that I was graduating. It was finals week. Like the day oh, before shit. my weigh-in, I took a final. Like I was starving and oh, angry, my God. and I was about to graduate, and I had mm -hmm. to pass these finals. I had to pass these classes. Mm -hmm. You know, not to mention like I had a knee injury like two weeks before oh, before shit. the fight. Yeah. You know, it just seemed like more and more things were just kind of getting in the way of it. Mm -hmm. But I had no intention of pulling out of the fight. Like I really mm -hmm. waited so long for a fight. Yeah, and, and it was like. You know, things just kept going crazy. Two days after my fight, I had a final. I had to take a final. Like, oh I'm, shit! I was all messed up and like. There were two black guys. You walk in and like. Yeah, yeah. I had a hoodie on and a cap, and I just didn't want because I'm. I didn't want anybody asking questions. It's like weird. You like see domestic a girl, abuse. Yes, you see a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All messed up, and they think like something, and it's really just I, I fight. <laughs> yeah. Do Do you have? Did you ever have somebody like coming up to you like, oh, what's going on in your like personal life that like you're um, you look so fucked up right now? They'll just say like, oh my god, what happened? Like you know stuff like that. So what do you it, say to them? Like, I kind of just like laugh and I just say like I fight, and they're like, like like in a cage, and they make it seem like it's so. Um, crazy or barbaric it is kind of crazy it is oh, kind of but yeah. at the end of the day like we're just so used to it that it's like kind of normal to us you yeah. know like yeah i mean i could see how it's fucking crazy i think skydiving's crazy i bet skydivers I that, but i bet skydivers I are like it. hey it's normal like you know like or like like just things like that like extreme sports extreme adrenaline like riding motorcycles and sh oh, shit yeah. like that like people all the think fun stuff yeah all the fun stuff all the shit that makes you feel alive and stuff do you think like has this helped you like in your mental like i would say because like i'd say i used combat sports to get me out of bad mental places like yeah. I, I was kind of fucked up before i got into this like this gave me structure this gave me something to work towards a goal like purpose in my life did that do any did that was it the same for you like, i think like a hundred percent like i'm mm -hmm. not i'm not the same person that i was when you know before i started mm -hmm. this um i i actually tell people all the time that um it's not a sport it is a lifestyle mm -hmm. it's you know it the things that you learn like the patience mm -hmm. and the composure that you have to have on the mat or in the cage mm -hmm. kind of seeps into the rest of your life yeah like the other aspects of your life 100 you know? yeah i don't think that there i think there was plenty of things that i might not have gotten through if i didn't have uh if i didn't have jujitsu or fighting to kind of mm -hmm. balance it out yeah you know somewhere to to cool off somewhere to think you know somewhere it's almost like meditation yeah 100 you know? So I definitely think that those values that you learn in um, jujitsu and in fighting uh, apply elsewhere. My patience, my tolerance, my composure is like skyrocketed mm -hmm. since you know. Yeah. I'm a lot less confrontational. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. That, yeah. That's something that you know, like I don't, I, I don't need the confrontation now. Like maybe back in the day, I would argue with anybody. Like. Yeah. What's the point? Almost <laughs> set up like, that table and say like, let's argue. Yeah. <laughs> like that I feel you. I can't, I can't do that anymore because it's like a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. Exactly. And I don't even want to get into street fights at all. Like, I, it might take away from my training. Like, sure, I would fuck some people up. But, like, what's the point? At the end of the day, what's the point? Like, I'm not getting anything out of this. You're not make. This isn't going to make me better in any way or shape or form. Like, it's better off that I just go, I train. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from with that. Like, I can't, I can't be... I can't waste my time exactly. with that shit. I don't. Like, I'm not at a point where I want to waste my time. Like, yeah. It's, like, weird. Do you see people on, like, Facebook? Like, the, all your old high school friends and stuff? Like, 
dealing with like bullshit problems and shit and you're just like, yo, come train, like it'll change your fucking life. Have you tried to like get people to come train and they just don't? Um, I kind of gave up on that, like initially. Yeah? And it, yeah, because you know, like people, they're flaky, they're yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I, I know it's not for everybody, but um, if I feel like it could be for somebody, I'll always like throw it out there and mm -hmm. say like, listen, come train with me, you know, like I'll make sure it's not weird. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. people feel uncomfortable stepping, stepping into a gym, you mm -hmm. know, not everybody has the confidence. And it smells. And it smells. Yeah. And you know, it's uh, there's other people, like some people may have social anxiety. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, this is all, it's just a lot at once, you know, yeah. for a person that has no background or anything. But like, believe it or not, like I've had people message me, and I don't know like how uh, how committed they are to it. But like, they'll say like, I really want to train with you, and like. Are you blah, sure blah, it's blah. not just guys being creepy? No, like, some girls too. Not like, but oh, oh, oh definitely it's a girls. lot. Definitely a lot of creeps. Yeah. Definitely a lot of creeps. What what is that like? Like, do you think your creep like DM ratio has gone up because you've started fighting now? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Getting... Like weird weird stuff. Like, oh, uh, I bet you could beat me up. Oh my. Or, uh, I'd let, oh, oh, one of them was, I'd let you head kick me any day of the week, hard eyes. Really? Yeah. I had, nice. I had one girl tell me once, she goes, I want you to punch me in the face as hard as you can. And I was like, well, wait a minute. How's that for dirty talk? What? I'm like, all right, like, let's meet up. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, do you have some, like, horror stories of, like, um, I, I a lot of the time I don't respond to be honest really? with you. I have they they still go like they'll still like like it's reply just to you just story. put scene like it's just scene and you just don't answer. That's my mo. I leave everybody yeah? on scene if I don't yeah like if uh, if I'm not interested I'm just I'm leaving it on scene. But they'll, it doesn't stop them from replying to you. A hundred percent, it doesn't stop it, them. It doesn't stop. Them doesn't at stop all. me, dude. Like, no, I'm <laughs> but like it's just always this, the the classic stuff. Like, can you teach me? Um, if oh, I go, that's the opening. Yeah. Or oh if I go, do I get to train with you? Like, oh, that's another one. Like, why would you need to train with me? You're like a 200-pound guy. Oh <laughs> my God. Why? why? <laughs> to touch you, right? Yeah, like, it's just weird stuff. Weird yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. You know, like just I have one guy that replies to every one of my stories, like a react. You know, like how you can react. Yeah. So like. It's literally every single every single thing and it's just like there's only like eyes. 10 reactions you could put to it's it been and going he's just like June. <laughs> he just ran through all of them he's yes. like I don't know what to react Anything. anymore holy he crap. doesn't care that I don't respond at all I don't even like his reactions nothing he doesn't care well oh my god like how do you you well I mean why don't you just block him um he trains too oh and okay. I don't, I don't want to like be I'm not trying to be like fucked up to like you know people in the community. I just but you know on, what? I like, just thought like maybe you'll get the message if I'm not if I'm leaving you on scene for everything. Yeah. At this point, it's kind of like comical, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't like make me mad if you're like reacting to my stories. Mm -hmm. What makes me mad is when you say dumb shit, like when you say stuff like I let you head kick me every yeah. day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's weird. would that would that qualify you as a like would you get blocked after that or like you just really don't block? I don't people. just like block somebody I like feel it has like, to be a repeated like you have to yeah. be a repeat offender uh, with like saying a weird shit yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. lot of times like the guys will if I don't re respond to something like that like they're not gonna do it again they're not gonna oh, say that again oh they shot their shot and yeah, they like, shot, yeah they whiffed so they're just like oh okay like yeah. let me not do that again you know I get some I get some weird like I don't I don't even want to call it flirting because they're not doing it right. It's justifying it if I call it flirting. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's not flirting. It's just like it's just weird. Awkward. It's wow, just dude. Weird. And like it's, dude. Like I'm like, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to see it from like your point of view, but like if I'm the guy and I'm like so socially retarded that I don't get the point and you're not blocking me and you keep looking at my reactions and stuff like me as your friend like I would be like why don't you just block the guy and then you're telling me you're not blocking the guy it's like you're kind of also enabling him in a way where it's like you keep reading it so he's like I don't know maybe one day I'll break her like maybe one day I'll fucking like I no, could see I where you're coming from I if I was liking the reactions I'd be enabling like if I was like uh, double tapping them like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not, if you put the efforts in put it this way I'm in the business of networking. Okay. I need to keep all lines open. Okay. I'm not in the business, like, even even if the guy is annoying, what if one day there's an opportunity? Like, he might work for something or do something or have connections with so-and-so. And I'm just not, like, I don't just throw people in the trash because they react to my mm-hmm. stories. Like, yeah, if yeah. you're a repeat offender and you're saying, like, really weird shit mm-hmm. and I can't get past it, then I'm going to have to, you know, either block you or I'll hide my story from you. But yeah, I don't yeah, just yeah. block people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not... I could see that. I could see that being a... That's a great reason. Yeah, like, because, like, at the end of the day, not just fighting, but, like, your life is, like, networking. You, exactly. It's, like, who you know. And as I get older, I see that that's more of a... That's more, like, that's important. Like, you, you have to kind of get to know, like, keep people at a distance. And then, yes, like, if you can, exactly. if, if you can be, it's a mutually beneficial relationship, you, you can bring them, like, closer into your life. But, like, don't burn bridges. Yes, that's, yes. That's what it is. It's like, I may not be close with the guy, but, like, if an opportunity comes up and, um, and I shut him out, I shut yeah. out the opportunity. Yeah, too. and he might feel salty and like want to come after you and some yeah, like. Yeah, men are weird like that, man. Yes, like, yes, one hundred percent. They'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you could defend yourself if you head kick him. Oh my God, he'd want that though. It's like a fetish thing, I think. Yeah. It's like weird. I mean, I like, especially since I started like doing jujitsu and stuff. I've definitely gotten messages like that too. Like, there's. It's the same thing for guys, girls too. Girls do that? Yeah, girls do shit like that, too. Like, I'll get DMs from girls, and, like, I'm not really, like, a mean person. Like, I kind of just laugh at it. And, like, you got to see the funny side of it, you know? Like, if That's it's, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. not offended. I think it's funny. It's funny, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. a little pathetic, but funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, at the end of the day, like, we're talking about it's making us laugh. Like, it's not really bothering me, but, like, I could see how, like... Especially if you're a girl, like, you have a 200-pound guy, like, being a fucking creep. It's, like, there's a different... Like, I don't feel like my life is in jeopardy or, like, my safety's in jeopardy when I have, like, these girls hitting on me. But you as, like, you know, you're 125-pound girl, like, you know... I don't want to be stalked. I just don't. You're already getting stalked. Yeah, well, you You're know getting I mean. stalked. Like, I yeah, want, yeah. I don't want, like, these guys popping up on my... And it's kind of crazy because you're, you're literally, like... Carnicell, I could just Google where the fuck that is and be like, okay. You could go to my Instagram. This girl trains there all the time. I could just pop up there one day. You know where I'm at. You know where to find me. We could scrap (laughs) right now. You want the smoke? Yeah, no, like it's it's weird in that sense. But like, I feel like that's just a problem in this day and age. It's not just fighting. It's not just you. A bunch of women have to go through this. And it's like, it sucks that you have to be worried that, oh my God, like I don't want to block this guy because like, what if he wants to come after me? Like yeah, like I don't he... want I don't want anything like yeah. that. Like you know, it's sad because like a lot of people have like rejection issues. This is what I call it. I yeah. call it like issues with rejection. Where yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. accept rejection. Like if I get played, 
and I get rejected, whatever, I'm gonna take that L and mm-hmm. just walk away. Yeah, yeah. And continue doing what I'm doing. Uh huh. But like some people can't handle rejection, and that becomes dangerous. Dude, I mean, I could, I, I've, I've had friends like that who it's like, oh my god, dude, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you gotta like sit your boys down. Like, this is a PSA for all guys. Like, if you know your friend is like that, you gotta like sit him down and like have an intervention with him. Like, yo, dude, you're being a fucking creep. Like, you. It's like sometimes you're so not self-aware, like you lack that self-awareness where it's like, you don't even know you're being like that. And like, I've never had my friends like sit me down and tell me like, yo, dude, you're being a fucking creep right now. Like, but like, I've definitely had to tell my boys like, yo, dude, you gotta like chill, bro. Like this girl is hitting me up to tell you to chill out. Like, you know, like that's how you know, you know, that's how you know. Yeah, and like, like you said, like it's like that, that rejection thing, like uh, they just can't handle it. No. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, man. And like, it doesn't help that all I have to do if you block me is like make a fake account and then I'm back and like I'm looking at your shit. You're public, right? Yeah, I'm public because, yeah. like I said, it's a, it's a time to network. I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to be you know get myself on the radar. And Hell if I yeah. Make my page private, then I kind of counterproductive, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Which is cool because, you know, I have gotten a lot of good follows, you mm-hmm. know, from like other fighters, like whether it be like UFC or Bellator or, mm-hmm. you know, um, other academies, other just, you know, companies. Have any popular fighters or anything tried to creep on you? Like, I don't, I don't think like you would say like try to creep on, uh-huh. but like the, I've had some like, like my photos. Oh, okay. Like, nothing I, serious. Nobody's ever nothing like serious. messaged me. Like, I, I fucking wish. Like, I wish. I, oh my God. I wish. Like, fucking like, Wonder Boys some, hitting you up. Like, yo, what's up? I you mean, wanna train? I, you wanna head kick me? I before, like, Wonder Boy, but, like, <laughs> yeah. You could cool shout him out here, dude. I'm sure they'll see this one day. Shout out Wonder Boy. That was an amazing performance last night. Yeah. It was. It really well, was. Well, you could DM her now, dude, so. He's married. Is he? That right, doesn't well, stop Wonder most Boy's people. Wonder Boy's wife, don't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, like, I think I think that's a real problem nowadays. So, I mean, it's good that you're you're taking it this way, and I hope like other girls could follow your example. Where it's like, you know, you don't have to you don't have to take it so personally. Exactly. You could like laugh about it, mm-hmm. but like if it does get to that point, man, like that's fucking crazy, dude. Have you had like any friends or any like? people close to you ever have like bad experiences like that where like somebody's stalking them or anything like that um i'm gonna sip this coffee i don't i don't think so i don't think i've ever had like somebody that they knew mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm definitely like had uh friends get scared uh scares or like uh oh, shit. i had a friend you know some years ago who was like roofied thankfully like, oh my god yeah thankfully she had friends with her and nothing happened to her yeah yeah you know obviously except for ingesting a roofie but like that's the shit that you have to worry about like as a woman you just can't do something like you just can't go somewhere you just can't, like, god it's just, such a shame you just have to dude. be worried and yeah then, and then and then i feel bad because it squanders the good guy's chances to approach you yeah because you're already like you're jaded now you have a bias you already have like a preconceived notion mm-hmm. you know what i mean so now you're you're less willing to interact it makes you more like introverted and it makes them feel less willing to approach you mm-hmm. you know whether they they might be a really good guy mm-hmm. might, and it's just times times did them in you know the times yeah. that are so that's that's another thing that kind of sucks about it, you know. It must be hard, like, 
I used to be in a relationship, it's hard to like kind of balance this dream and like also trying to be in a relationship. Like mm. I feel like there, there, it's so hard, especially like we're not following the traditional route of like get a full-time job, you know, make your money, save your money. Like we're like, me personally, I'm broke as shit like 90% of Same. the time. Broke as shit, you know, like I depend on like my teammates like buying my shit like that's why I'm making this apparel brand I, I have so many people supporting me, but at the end of the day since we're not following the traditional route It's like we gotta figure it out ourselves and it's so fucking hard to do that I'm like, in the same boat as you, you know now I'll take a I'll take a moment to shout out my teammates that support me mm -hmm. um, My teammate Matt shout out Matt mm -hmm. um, and Thomas, Thomas helps me out a lot. And my teammate Eric, you know, without that support system, um, a lot of things wouldn't really be possible, yeah. you know, for me. So I'm totally in the same boat. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, the dream is, it's just a dream for now, basically. Yeah. It's, you know. But I mean, that's how it starts. Everyone started with like a dream, you know? And I think it's important that like people see, that's why I do these interviews, because it's not just you. I, I did an interview with, uh, you know, Leg Locker, like that. The, yeah, 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 Leg Locker, I just did an interview with him. He was talking about the same thing. Like, you gotta like almost give up everything for your dream. And even if it means like giving up the traditional way, the, the easy way of living your life where it's like, oh, okay, I could just get a full-time job and like, just, you know, work five days a week and then live on the weekends. Like, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do no. that. A lot of people, it kills them slowly to do that. Like, I don't want to live that life. I, I don't. And like, that's why I love doing these interviews because it shows like, we're real people. It's not like we're like these super humans that are like, oh my God, how did they do that? Like, no, like we just decided like one day that this is what I want to do. This is what wakes me up. This is what like inspires me to keep grinding. And like, I think getting your story out there where it's like, you know, you have the same nerves as everybody else. You, you, you know, you have the same troubles as everybody else. Like, I think getting these stories out there is important. Like, especially like one day you might even become a UFC champ. And like doing this would be such an inspiration for women all around the world, you know? Like, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get these stories out there. Like. I'm I'm rooting for you, you know. Like I, I'm I'm rooting for anybody who chases their dreams. Like it's important to do that, especially in this day and age where like you could just fall into the trap of living in the the rat race. Yeah, complacency. That's what I say. Complacency. That's one thing I can never be is become as complacent. I, well, I, before I was, I was just playing video games like 16 hours a fucking day, and like I'm, just. I am scared of being complacent because yeah. um, I don't like I don't like being in a rut. I don't like not feeling like you're doing something. I'm right? doing something. I'm progressing. Like a permanent plateau is like the death of me. Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't feel like I'm not advancing. Yeah. Doing something. It drives me. It drives me crazy that I can't find an opponent that I. You know. Have. It's been like uh, th almost three months or you know since I since I fought. Yeah. And it's normal to. And you're healthy, and yeah, that's the worst yeah. part. Like you're healthy. Yeah. It's not like anything else is stopping you. It's just literally you don't have an opponent. Exactly. And that's. Uh, I have to stay active, or I'm gonna go insane because like I do this full time. I train full time, and. Um, you know, What's your training schedule like? Uh, I train six days a week at least. Usually. Yeah, but like okay, like give me your Monday. Uh, Monday, 
So I don't train in the mornings a lot. I train the, mm-hmm. the night crew is like the better crew, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like we have a morning crew and a night crew. But um, I go in for like a private workout with my coach, like pads or a bag workout or a conditioning circuit around mm-hmm. five, I would say. Yeah. And then I would do a Muay, we have Muay Thai on um, Mondays. Mm-hmm. So then I'll do like an hour of Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'll do an hour of Jiu Jitsu. Um, so I'll be there. Sometimes I'm there for four hours. Yeah. You know, at a time. Yeah. Depending on the day, like I obviously have each day is different yeah yeah but um largely most of my my like hardcore stuff is the private sessions the private sparring sessions the private conditioning yeah you know and everything the stuff that my coach does with the fighters that you know our regular um jujitsu muay thai people might not do what what extra credit are you doing like because i know like me personally, like oh, okay, I'll have like three training sessions in a day, but in between those training sessions, there's so much to be done. So what do you do, like before or like after? Because you have so much tape on yourself. Like, do you are you studying tape? Or what, what are you doing? I do that a lot. Yeah, I do that a lot. I watch my stuff so much, um, and I really think that that's the way I learn. I. You know, you can tell me I'm dropping my hand, but I don't believe I'm dropping my hand until I watch. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always have to uh, to evaluate and watch and watch like a thousand times, even my fights, like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I, I want to rectify. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with like... You have to be. Yes. If you want to be the yeah, best that I'm you can obsessed. be, you have to be. It's like, it's a sickening obsession. <laughs> no, it's so, good, yeah. You know, balancing... My personal life um, is much easier when you, it's, it's much easier because I'm single. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not dating anybody. And I just don't feel like I could afford to date somebody or anything. That's what I'm saying it's too, man. Hard. It's it's hard to like try to date somebody like seriously and like also try to commit to like all this time and energy like to other things. Like I'm so busy all the time. Like I, I might not have a full-time job, but like right. I'm busy every fucking day, every hour, every day. Like I'm trying to improve myself, improve the value that I can give to other people, like, and and just like networking and stuff like that. It takes it all out of me, and it's hard to like give your partner because, like, in a traditional sense, like they would kind of want, like, oh, let's go on a date. Like, go on a date, dude. That's wasting this much amount of money, and I'm yeah. um, we're gonna end up eating, and we're probably gonna eat like shit. And then, like, it's so much energy. Like, I could be sleeping or, like, so it's, like, hard to, like, justify. Like, unless somebody's supporting you 120% where it's, like, okay, you want to sleep? Okay, let's sleep. Like, you want to just stay in and watch tape? Okay, I'll help you. Let's watch tape together or something. But, like, that almost doesn't exist. It's so niche. It's such a, like, um, it's almost like in our 20s we have to grind. Like, we, we really have to grind and, and set up our legacies. Well, it's not even in our 20s, but whenever we're chasing the dream, we have to set up our legacies, and there's so much sacrifice that has to, that goes on behind the scenes that nobody, like, really realizes it, right? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Any, I mean, you, you take any passion and you need sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, any passion is going to cost you time. It's going to cost you energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something that... Like, I'm 24 and I don't feel like I'm 24 because um, I have, like, a lot of friends that love the nightlife. They want to go oh and my do God. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always so tired. I'm always... Everything that I do is, like, fight-related. If I'm not training, I'm watching fights. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just as obsessed uh, with my own 
uh, tape as I am with watching fights, mm-hmm. any kind of fights. I'd watch homeless people fight if I had to. I don't <laughs> the bum fights. Anything, yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get caught in the black hole of like just fight Fights. after fight after yeah. fight after fight. Yeah, just, and you see it with a different eye now. Yes, you're not just appreciating the yeah. violence. You're appreciating the technique that yeah. goes on behind it, and I think that's magical. Like, you sometimes I'll enter the matrix when I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, when I'm sparring or like when yeah. I'm when I'm when I'm uh, doing jujitsu, like state of flow. Yeah, there's a certain type of meditative state that you enter. That you can't do that when you're partying. I never, I've never felt this good while I'm out. Like as much FOMO as I have, like seeing my friends like all hanging out and shit like that. I know it's not bettering me in any way. Like I don't know, man. Like. I've had those experiences. I went to college. I got weird in a frat, but like, I've seen that side of life. You know, like I don't. I'm missing out, but I'm also not, not missing, missing out. Because it's not, it's not improving your yeah. life. You have it's to remind good. yourself that. Like, do you get that feeling like you're missing out? Like when you see your friends, like their stories and shit like that. Like, damn, I'm not doing. Like maybe I'm not living my life, like to its potential. Like, like party potential. I guess. I can put it this way. So. What time is it, by the way? Sorry. I do feel like. I'm sad that I would, I might have had a good time, but I don't regret not going. Put it that way. Like over the weekend, I was supposed to go to, I was supposed to go to a, a party, and I didn't go because I got the text from my coach that's like, oh, we're sparring tomorrow morning. Oh shit. And I would have gone to the party just because you know my friend was throwing the party, you know, mm-hmm. just to go support whatever. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have even drank. Um, but then I got that message, and I'm like, well, I can't go. I can't fuck around before yeah. the day before sparring. Like, I'm not going to go and die or have a shitty session just because I wanted to go. To, like, I'm willing to make that what sacrifice. What would Nama Yunus do? Exactly. My point exactly. Yeah. Like, these people that are at the highest level, these people that, you know, I might idolize, I might dream yeah. with someday, whatever the case may be, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to hold myself to that standard. You and, have to. Yeah, you have to. You have you to, or else you're not going to get to that point. And... Dude, man, like listening to those podcasts with those people, you hear the sacrifice that they go through and you have to like sort of emulate them if you ever want to get to that point. And it's so hard. It's so fucking hard to do that day in and day out. Like you have to have a certain type of mental fortitude, but it gets easier every single time you forego that party. Like same thing as like when you work out, like you get stronger at doing it. You get better at realizing like, oh, I'm not really missing out. Like, you, you didn't go to that party, maybe it'll be easier for you to forego that party again next time for the sake of your dream, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's hard, man. I, I, I feel you on that. It's, it's refreshing to hear that. That's why I love having these conversations. Like, it, it helps me get my head on straight and, uh, yeah, like, realize, like, we're doing this for a reason, like, and I have to, I have to, yeah. like, I have to sacrifice or else, what the fuck is the point of doing all this? Right. I'm happy. I'm happy that we got to have this conversation because I don't get a lot of these conversations. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know a lot of people that um, are as passionate. You know. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like it's refreshing. Too. Yeah, yeah. People are all like you know they love jujitsu, jujitsu's life, mm-hmm. or like they they like to train. Don't have shock. There's a level. There's just there's a level that mm-hmm. like this is my life. This is your life. It's not just like oh yeah we train but we also do you know whatever. Like, no, like, every day we're probably thinking, every minute of every day we're probably thinking about something jujitsu or fight related. That's just how it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing wakes me up in the morning like this. nothing like that. There's nothing like it. Nothing gives me energy, like, nothing gives me life like this. And, like, until, like, 
I don't know, until until my fucking body's broken and I can't fucking move anymore, that's when I'll stop. Yeah. I can't, like, I can't see myself doing anything else. I get chills thinking about it. Like, I just want to do this, and I'll give everything up just to do this. Exactly. And I have. And you have too. It's, it's scary, great. though. It's scary. It's yeah. a leap of faith. It, it is. is. It is. It but, is. like, everything worth doing is scary. Is, yes. That's what I had to learn, though, because, um... I was scared to, you know, give up a lot of things, like, uh, you know, a job, give up things like that yeah. that are in the way. Like, this is this is not just a hobby for me. It's not. It's a career, and, yeah. and it's an investment. You know, I'm an investment. Mm-hmm. My coach invests in me. Yeah. He doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly why I don't mind being at his mercy. Like, he will text me last second, whatever, anything, show up to the gym, and I'm there. I don't care what I'm That's doing. That's great. That's great to have a coach doing. like that. That's great because you almost don't even have to think. Like, you just have to show up and yeah. put in the work. That's it. And that's so great. Like, some people have to take it upon themselves. Like, if they're in bumblefuck America and they have to do it all themselves. Like, you have a coach who's basically holding your hand like, yo, we're going here. And you're all you have to do is trust your coach. Like, that's, that's amazing. That's yeah. all. Trust no. your coach. Trust your training partners. Trust, trust the process. If you don't, and that, that that makes a difference between like your performance and fights and things like that. It's like, you know that if you cut corners in camp, if you were unsure in camp, if you had any doubt in camp, that it's going to transcend into the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you cut corners in your camp, then you know in your head you're going to oh be doubting God, yourself. Dude, yeah. Like if you don't trust your coach 100%, it's not going to work. Like you have to understand that he knows what he's saying and he's not saying it for his health. You know what I'm saying I mean? it for you, yeah. I'm saying it for you, like you know. Wow. He, I don't make him any money. I'm an amateur fighter. Yeah. You know, he does this because he loves to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's a there's a big difference there between you know my relationship with him and then like other people's relationship with their coaches, where they might doubt their coaches, second guess their coaches, argue with their coaches. You know, do I always agree with everything? No, but I don't. I'm not the one that has all the years in the game. Yeah. I'm not the one that's, that's important. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not the black belt. I'm not the, the one that's, you know, been boxing for this many years or mm-hmm. doing whatever. Like, it's not me. So I have to, you know, I trust him. That's completely. so important. You need a mentor in this a game who can, who can take you, like, who can lead you around the pitfalls, the common pitfalls that happen. Like, in the same way, like, if you could go back in time and tell yourself, like, I need to avoid these problems, he's doing that for you. Exactly. He's like, yo, like, this is the most common problems I see fighters going through. This is how you avoid them. Just trust me. And if it's going to repeat itself, you're going to go through the same problems other people go through. Like, you're special in a way. Everyone's special in their own way. But also, you're also just another fucking person. Like, you know, like, you got two arms, two legs, one head. Like, you're also going to do the same mistakes that he probably has gone through because he's had so many years in the game. So, like, until people realize that and stop being so hard-headed, like, I don't think they're going to progress as much as, like, somebody who listens to the person with more experience the mentor it's good that you have that yeah i'm yes. like i'm lucky to have the guidance i really 100%, am percent. Yeah. i totally am so like i said i don't mind i don't mind that he he takes up most of my time or that i have to drop anything you know because uh he he sacrifices a lot of his time i'm sure he'd love to hear this oh yeah, yeah. i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna you know i told him that i'd be doing this you know I that's awesome so, you know, I just shout out Paul Carnicella. You're the best. All <laughs> best right. coach in the world. Uh, I got to go uh, get my car because it's like, uh, I'm probably probably got a ticket. But uh, what's your Instagram? Shout out whoever you want. 
Uh, my Instagram is marry me in my gi. I'm not looking for a husband, but I do want to get married in my gi. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. So I'm just going to shout out my team, you know, Carnicella MMA, Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, shout out my coach, Paul Carnicella. Um, shout out my whole team. You know, gang, gang. They made this all possible. They make everything possible. Mm-hmm. Shout out you for having me. Um, I really appreciate that. Yeah. This is cool, you know, the exposure and all, mm-hmm. and um, being able to just have the conversation. No doubt. So, yeah, shout out Thomas for being the camera guy the whole time. Definitely shout yeah. out Thomas. All right. Four sugars.